is a Boardwalk Audio podcast. Hey, everybody. What's up, guys? It's Kelly McInerney. And John Durnell. And this is... This is... I am the weed. My impression of the robot. Oh, that was excellent. I, yeah. I like I like when you're... Oh, my a- God. We should have t- said, have an excellent day. Be excellent yeah. to each other. Well, I, I mean... I we guess can we always say that. Yeah. I, will, I mean, be excellent to each other. We'll do that as we sign off into the next segment. Do you guys know what we what movie we watched? Is it is it clear? I think they're going to think we might have watched one of the Bill and Ted's, but I don't know if they're going to know which one unless they paid attention to what they clicked on. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Bill and Ted's the, third, the Music, the third one. Yeah. That's right. When, I would say the best one. Uh, I mean, I, I have know. to watch the I second think, one again. I still think the first one's probably the best. I mean, at least for me. Listen to the previous podcast. I forget <laughs> why I didn't like the first one, but I re talked about it in the last pod. I mean, uh, but I'm, I'm going to like yeah. it because it's a childhood favorite. It, yes, it, that's it, why. It's about the, it's about the memories and the feelings, and right. they're good guys. They're good yeah. guys. They're constantly good. We guys. saw it. We wa- We talked about it with such a good guy too. We did with John Huck. Very John nice Huck. gentleman. Uh, he spells mm-hmm. his name J-O-N the good way. You know, Like yours. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like myself. J-O-N. You know, you don't need to throw an extra H in there. That's unnecessary. Why? It's, you unnecessary. Can't, you, it's not called Jahan. I know. That's so, oh, my goodness. That, you know? that was breathy. <laughs> he's got. He, <laughs> yeah, he's got a podcast, too, called Speaking Highly. Uh, which you know i'm speaking highly right now because i hey but but he's just a nice guy he just talks about things he likes it's true no weed involved there there is not well not i mean unless you want to no i mean don't have to apparently weed has been involved in the past so you can't say no weed involved because if somebody's like i'm gonna tell my grandmama to listen to it and she's like i heard about weed and then like grandmama's mad i'm a yes man anyways you know I get you, but tell mm-hmm. your grandmama about the John. Or you can find podcast. him. Hey, yes, and tell him where you can find him. You can find him at John underscore Huck on Instagram. Mm, mm-hmm. But where can they find you, Kelly? At Holly Weirdo on Instagram. What about you, John? They can find me at John zero two four Durnell, which is four twenty backwards. So, Mama, don't know. I'm smoking reefer. What? No I way. I know. I have some secrets unbelievable this one this was fun though bill and ted three very cute movie it's pretty very cute true. you're gonna love fun. the robot and you should yeah. watch Ben barry if you don't watch that shit too and spoiler alert it's the guy in barry crazy right i didn't know I, that I, until i looked this up watching this true. movie oh, uh yeah and you're gonna love this pod right right john they are gonna love this pod because it's an excellent pod and you know what what be excellent to each other Oh, you, yeah, you right back at you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, enjoy. Bye. Enjoy. Hey, hey, guys. Hey, hey, man. (laughs) Hi. Kelly. Are we starting? I guess. Yeah, we're starting. All right. We started as soon as it's recording. We're going. Once, once we got into it. It's like pedal John's, to the metal. John's hiding his face. Pedal, to, pedal to the metal, like straight uh, off the guardrail. <laughs> All right, yeah, okay, let's do it. Okay, let's get serious, guys. It's some movies, okay? Let's try to be serious. <laughs> I didn't. Hey, I didn't. Oh, go ahead. Hey, everybody. Hey, hey, guys. It's Kelly. And John. And it's I, I am the weed. Ooh, you can see what happens when we have a little hiatus. We are rusty. A little bit, but it's all in good fun. It is. I think we're a little stone, you know, which is a little bit part of the podcast, you know. Yeah. I hope the, I hope our guest is too. Everybody. Oh, I, I oh. 
Go ahead. John, well, I mean, you, you could talk if you want. It's John Huck, you guys. <laughs> John Huck you, is here. We introed you earlier, so they know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They know, they know, they know. I was going to say, I thought you guys did good with the uh, verbal choreographed uh, intro. Thanks well, thank so much. I, yeah, I, I didn't think it was that bad. No, I know, but maybe you know, it's been smoother. I mean, maybe John's yeah. a perfectionist. Yeah, I like yeah. a tight harmony. You know, we. Oh usually, yeah. I mean, when you're when you're like flat or sharp, he just gets. He's like cut. He gets yes, super mad. I really do. Like we've had to take many takes before in the past, and sometimes <laughs> the guests have left. Do it I again. Mean, yeah, they're like <laughs> going on for like an hour. Are we gonna talk we're about like, the movie? I'm out. Or, right. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> But we had a great movie this time, uh, chosen by John here. We got a chance to see Bill and Ted face the music. The third one. one. That's the third one, everybody. So it's not the excellent adventure. Which we did review. You were not the host at the time. I was not a part of that. It was Jess and Chris Cope. And honestly, I don't think the first one holds up that much. Second one I haven't seen in a minute. But I know remember that being my favorite but I can't vouch for it. But death death is death makes a comeback. This one was real fun. I agree. Oh, I had a lot of fun. It felt like I was, uh, they hadn't really changed the formula. They're like, mm, yeah, we like this uh, formula mm-hmm. that we got here. Let's go through time, grab some musicians. They don't really ask too many questions, nor do they really get concerned about race, which was always my first thing when I was like, you know, they're just traveling t- through time picking up these people of different ethnicities and no one seems to care. They're like, hey, you know what? Music's great. Let's just go play some music and hop in this thing. We have no problem. I mean, they're two white people picking up people. So that's why they don't care. If it was like a white person, a black person. I think think that that scene where they just show up at Louis Armstrong's and he's got his whole band there. That made me laugh because I'm like, they would be like, whoa, 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 whoa. What are you yeah. doing here? What are you doing here? Get out of here. Right. Get out of here. Get out of here. Get out of right. here. Like they right. 1922, <laughs> they wouldn't be like, oh, hey, these two, these two young white women want us to walk with them somewhere. Like, Especially with their clothes. They had like the most yeah. like what are you villain? wearing? What are you, yeah. like, your yeah. jean shorts are rolled. Like they'd never they were like, showing a lot of leg. They were showing a lot of leg. Yeah, way too, way much, too much skin for 1922, just <laughs> yeah. for walking around and also. For walking into that situation where they the guys would be like uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh yeah uh-uh. right like backing away like I, you know but that made me laugh but i do i do like the fact that there was something amazing to me about having louis armstrong watch Jimi hendrix on an iphone and right. then like but but then not not be like you know this the typical thing they could have done is just like i don't understand that music is different generations and then it all comes together but it was like he recognized they had them all recognize each other's greatness, yeah. which I thought was was like because like then you got Mozart tapping away at the thing and Hendrix is playing the guitar like that kind of stuff is I, I like I like that I like music being the theme that that kind of is the and and it starts at the first one I guess it really runs through all three of them but it really is the main thing in this one it's like write the song mm-hmm. do the thing like. I don't know. I, I I love this movie. I thought it was fantastic. Yeah, it's very much game recognizes game. Like like and yeah. I like and I like they kept like picking their favorites, like um, Bach or whatever. Pick somebody like the the, the flute the lady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They and go. They keep going back drum. and back. It's like twelve hundred. Yeah. Right. What? Okay. Yeah, they they go back to you know BC caveman time to get uh what was it groom uh grom grom I think. the drummer, <laughs> I just right. drummer. Yeah. yeah 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 the drummer i mean like we're talking about you we're going way back in time for that i mean but either way you know what they came together with an awesome band uh from time and featuring kid cuddy which was uh, i thought awesome <laughs> and so they un, like uns, i did not when i was watching the first time i'm like wait what kid cuddy and like right. just i don't know i did not see that coming i didn't expect it but also his like knowledge of quantum physics in the movie is so also funny like, oh, if you're going dimensional and there's three of you you can be they're like hey dude just dumb it mm-hmm. down for us you know right i just feel like kid cuddy was in the top of the list but he was like number six because everybody else Damn, i think he was sixth on the list he I hasn't had a new song in a minute i don't know that's just my i, I love mean, 
But I was just well, like, I mean, they what? Filmed, How do well, you compare Jimi is... Hendrix to Kid Cudi? I love well, Kid well, Cudi. Well, I don't think they but... were like comparing him. They were like, and this is Kid Cudi. Like they were definitely not giving him historical clout by any means. They were like, yeah. he's also present because he's been flying. He just appeared. Time. Right. He's like, doesn't he rep- rep- represent like kind of like the, would you say like the, is, it, is he a 90s guy? Like a late 90s or is he more not like. Even, I think he's like early uh, thousands. Two, 2000s, yeah. Yeah, yeah early mid 2000s. So like, yeah, he's definitely not a man of like history clout, but you know. Well, whatever. no, but he represents a certain period that's, you know, it is history. It's true. This it's is already true. happened. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. His career has happened. No. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I, I honestly was like, oh, is he still? I didn't even know, but. No, I, I mean, I. it's been a minute since his last uh, LP has He was sad out. for a little bit. He made like a weird, sad tweet about depression. That's the last big thing I heard about him. Not his wow. music, just like, oh, I'm dealing with depression. And then Bill and Ted 3. Bill and Ted 3. Well, you know what? That, Third. Hopefully that bounced him out of it because as you saw, Bill and Ted had a lot of depression over the years. Uh, mm-hmm. Their Dude. first year, Yeah, the first year they saw each other uh was ridiculous like i loved how they were like running from themselves and shit they're like bill come back (laughs) and then they eventually stop and they're like oh we weren't expecting you it was like that the whole i I do think the version of them in prison is the funniest version me too because they're like in their 60s and they're jacked men i mean they are humongous with just love... tatted on their chest i'm like that's and crazy. then like nobody's like but is that is that a song yes that's a song like, <laughs> and then the hey. robots on the ground and they're like he's like that's not a song <laughs> right. like, it's a song like and then when he says do you want some bill and ted and he jacks him in the face it's like <laughs> yeah. it's very funny man it's very funny i don't oh, know it- I love that they continue to like keep the theme that it's them together, the two. Yes. Of them. Like even yeah, their still... kids called them Uncle Bill and Uncle T- Like they're not brothers, but they're still Uncle Bill and, and they named their children Bill and Ted, basically. Mm-hmm. Like that's yeah. like <laughs> they live next door to each other. They're still making music together. They, you know, they're they try to go to therapy with their wives together. Yes. Couples therapy, they're like, oh, I guess sometimes couples do this alone, but that's not us. Like, we're a couple yeah. of couples. Right. It's like, hey, you know what? If they're swingers, man, I mean, you know, they did pick up these ladies in the 1400s, you know. That's true. true. Mm-hmm. You know, I think but I was gonna say back then, I'm sure, right? Huh? <laughs> Were there more orgies back in the 14th? Yeah, it was, they'd be picking up multiple people, not just two women. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So they but were, they were for just, sure. I feel like they were virgins when they picked up Joan of Arc and Elizabeth, Queen Elizabeth. Was that Queen Elizabeth? I forget. Uh, I think so. In yeah. the first one, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah. I, I feel like actually, Joanna was Joan of Arc. Right. Yeah. Right. There's no way. Yeah. There's no other yeah. famous. The first one, like, I feel like you guys are a lot younger than me, but the first mm-hmm. one I saw when I was in eighth grade. Yes, I was much. I was younger, but I definitely remember seeing it. I probably was maybe in elementary school. No, maybe. Oh yeah. no, I was. I was one years old. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah, you were very tiny. <laughs> I, I saw that movie and then like two weeks later we went on our like washington dc trip you know for our eighth grade class mm-hmm. and i wouldn't stop talking like bill and ted like it was <laughs> to just to the point of like there was a there was a time in my life where i didn't really know where the line was and i would just keep going even though yeah. it might not be funny or people might not want to hear it anymore right. and i wouldn't stop I just wouldn't stop. I used the excellent bogus, all that. It was nonstop according to the movie. So you were pulling mad trim is what you were saying. Uh, Dude. Right here. I <laughs> loved that movie though. It, it influenced me, it influenced me positively, I think. And no, I think I there's something it. really pure about those guys' friendship and how it, it lasts all that time and that they're still they're still that close and they're still kind of and their daughters like that. are that yeah. close. Like their daughters it, are connected too, or they're just like clearly the bestest of friends and they were good i think the people that played the kids the daughters were so good as like their versions especially like the uh keanu one just like she just had the limbs down (laughs) when i when i uh when i rewatched it today i i thought that if it's part of it if you 
looked away. It sounded like she was doing an impression of Melissa Villasenor without, <laughs> without, you know what I mean? Like a, an impression oh, yeah. of Melissa doing Keanu. It was like, really, it was really funny, but, but I do think those kids did a great job. Yeah, I agree. I thought the movie was cast excellent. Like I thought the, <laughs> I didn't mean to say it like that. Oh, um, no, no, no. I mean, uh, even just lean, cast- just lean into it, John. Just I mean, like, it was not bogus. It was not bogus. Dude, dude, that guy, dude, that guy, tears, man. That guy makes me laugh so hard. Uh, <laughs> on Barry, he's so good. And then, yeah, I didn't realize yeah. that was him, the robot. Dude, yeah. When he first evaporates the, um, the dad, he's like, so funny. And then they, right. it's, he's so subtle, but he's so, and then when he's like, hey, my name is Dennis. Dennis Caleb McCoy and they're like yeah, yeah okay yeah we get it you're Dennis like you've got problems dude like we get <laughs> you're a super insecure somehow dead robot <laughs> right and then like that one time where he was going to go into another one and they just started clapping they're like okay we get it but, we they get still, it. but like yeah. also like Bill and Ted never want to be rude they never I mean yeah. they're like okay dude we really have to save our family. like if that was any right. of us to be like how do I just how do I decapitate this robot so we can move on with our lives? Like, get yeah. this out of here. They gave him applause to make him feel better. And they're like, no, we love it. Yeah, we, that's who you are. We Let's love that you did this. <laughs> and part of me, when I first saw it, I'm like, oh, I bet the robot bonds with death because death is a, you know, kind of a, he's plays a doofus, doofusy type. Mm-hmm. But but when he, when death rejects the robot too, and he's like, okay, dude. And he's just like, no, it's like, whatever he's got to you say. You got to earn the right to rock, man. Any, any tambourine? on the tambourine? How it's not as re- easy as it looks. How you get rejected uh, on the tambourine? You're trying to save the world. And he's like, now nah, you can't even get on the tambourine. Go dance. <laughs> go dance. Go stand over there and dance. I like how they made it like a family thing because like you couldn't have George Carlin because he's not around. So let's Can have I his daughter. You? But the, the character um, that Christian Shaw plays, Kelly, yeah. Uh, when I first saw that, I almost I, I got really like teary eyed because Kelly is the name of George Carlin's daughter. Like that's his real in real life. Uh, so, and she's she's a performer in her own right and a writer. And, um, you know, she did a, 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 a one woman show about growing up with her dad and everything. But um, yeah. So as soon as she said, I'm Kelly, I was like, oh, my God, they named the character after George Carlin's real daughter, because there was so much like Carlin spoke highly of that movie. You know, he, yeah. he was proud of that movie, I think, um, mm-hmm. from what I've read, from what his daughter has said, because I know when Face the Music came out, she said something like, you know, I'm I'm honored or I feel, you know, this is. But I thought she was just talking about her dad being in it, you know, because I knew there was going to be a hologram. There was going to be something of a yeah, reference to him, him in, oh, in yeah. some way, because he was such an intricate part. Like, I mean, that my dad watched Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure because George Carlin was in it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like there, there's he brought My he brought some were eyes to that movie. Wary of me watching it because because George, George- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you're watching what like, Thomas the Train, George Carlin's in it. Uh uh-uh, uh yeah. uh-uh, uh-uh. Yeah, <laughs> he's the conduct the tiny conductor. He's the tiny conductor. Like I remember when like my mom realized who that man was, and she was like, "But this is a PBS show." She was like concerned, but she was like, "There's no way he's saying fuck." Yeah, there's yeah. <laughs> no hey way. kids <laughs> pecker tits all right like, lights up a he, cigarette mm, yeah. he just knows how to make money <laughs> yeah but he liked he i think he liked acting and i think he he chose things that he would enjoy i, I think he i don't think like he ever did anything that was like uh, you know arduous or like he was like oh, i gotta do this thomas the train thing i think he had a good time doing it you know what i mean and especially mm-hmm. if as you get older, you you can you do shit for kids. Dana Carvey made that movie, uh, Master of Disguise. Yeah, he basically yeah. made that movie for his kids. Like, you know, when you can do stuff like that, do it because not everyone can, and that's a really it's a really nice thing to be able to do. You know? Yeah. That's very true. That is awesome. That is. And awesome. she spells Kelly the right way, in case uh, anybody's wondering. Right. We're very concerned about how about? names are spelled. Oh, okay. Yeah. Kelly gets pissed if she sees like an I E at the end of some Kelly's name. She's it's like, weird. What about K E I L I E? No. <laughs> what about, about Q U L? Already no. Already. <laughs> well, you seem pretty narrow-minded about the whole thing, so. Yeah, I'm. I mean, there's it's just one right answer. I'm very stubborn. Yeah. All right. Well, that's fair, Kelly. I mean, I get it if you want to be different, but it's still wrong. (laughs) (laughs) 
No. It can be different, but just so you know, you're wrong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, some people need to hear that, and I'm glad they heard that here on IMDb. Yeah. Um, <laughs> can do what, if you take away one thing from this podcast, just know that you're wrong. Right? Yeah. Uh, oh, um, one thing that I took away from this movie um, that I feel like is great and I might get tattooed on myself is that Ooh. I'm... I'm uh, an Be infinite, excellent to each other? Well, no, no, no. I'm an infinite me right now or something like that. That was just what, like... What like the cool thing to say to somebody like, you know, like, you know, in case you're wondering, I'm an infinite me right now. <laughs> it's just like, I, I just like, for some reason, just think that's such an amazing thing to say to somebody, no matter what state you're in. It's awesome. I mean, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. He has his brother that instrument and he says that and it's like, <laughs> but also I love that like Bill and Ted don't come across as like, like intelligent human beings, which I don't think is necessarily, they're not, they're not unintelligent, but they they lack the judgment of an adult mind, like a, a kind of a, a societal like brainwash where you're like, come on, no, you're not time traveling. That's ridiculous. You know, they, they were open to all of it. It's just in their brains. Mm-hmm. So when it's like, just so you know, I'm like his, his just explanation of like, I'm an infinite me. It's like, there's no, like, it's, he's like, this is just what's happening. They're very, they're very Zen about just about everything they do. They're very like, well, I mean, they've, they've died multiple times. So, and, and, and sometimes on purpose <laughs> so they can reach certain people, you know? I right. Mean, yeah. You know, like when you have seen hell on a regular basis, like, you know, you kind of just accept anything that is thrown at you as a possibility. And I would probably live my life probably about the same way if I was a time I feel like who's died multiple times. Sure. I feel like they make it too cool. Like they're so chill about it. If I saw all the stuff they've seen, Oh. I might be like they're not cocky enough to see what they like witnessed. Well, they, that's I think not who that's, they are. I mean, they, yeah, they got a lot of heart. I well, think they that's did why become, people love. They're sincere. Ted. They're authentic. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or maybe they became cocky though the bad versions of them because they thought they could steal from Dave Grohl. You know, like like literally, those guys ended. weren't even cocky. They were desperate and sad. You know what I mean? <laughs> It's great so, guys cameo because like, you you knew it was somebody else's house. Yeah, well, yeah. No, I mean, you can see them reacting to each other. Yeah. yeah, but also Dave Grohl is like again, they use a musician who is is widely regarded as like one of the nicer people mm-hmm. in, in the business. He plays music with everybody. He's super open minded about everything he listens to. Uh-huh. He's you know he, he's not like a guy who's like I did Nirvana and I did Foo Fighters and and that music sucks. Yeah. And he was you're never gonna hear him cutting down music or shitting on somebody's music. You know what I mean? Like oh no, yeah. we saw him do at Max Live. Yeah, Dude, there's we nothing Dave Grohl can't do. There's nothing yeah. he can't do. Yeah. We saw him at Vax Live, uh, the, the like the concert at SoFi Stadium, and he's like, "We're supposed to do three songs. We're just gonna keep going until they tell us to stop." <laughs> And he did. And literally, he can do that. And someone's on the stage going, uh, Is anyone going to tell him to stop? Like, I don't know. You tell him. I'm not telling yeah. him. Like, no, they got, sing all your singles. And then we get bored. And then, yeah. I mean, he had to play hero, you know, for the frontline workers and stuff like that, you know? Mm-hmm. So he had to get that out there. And then he had to play some of the hits, you know? So there's, you know, you got to do that kind of stuff for the people, you know? But also, Anybody? I would imagine, why not? You like playing those songs probably. Right. Yeah. And he, had, so much and he had been out for a year, you know, like, dude, yeah, wanted, exactly. Yeah, he wanted to play music. That's his life, mm-hmm. you know. And I mean, we saw it in this movie. I mean, he made a tiny little cameo, but to even just do a cameo in Bill and Ted, you know, like that shows. And I mean, he I'm, definitely doesn't need that in his life. No, that's but, what he yeah. does, though. Like he dressed he dressed up as the devil and Tenacious D. Like he knows how to have fun. Well, I mean, that's true. But that was also a long time. <laughs> it was but still he was he yeah. was still dave grohl when he did it no it's true it's you true. know but, i mean it wasn't uh, yeah like i don't think like, he was peter if Smith. anything that was more peak, <laughs> that was more peak grohl that was true that was clark true. grohl be you angels dude i love pick <laughs> i love, Pic- uh, love pick a destiny i love tenacious d is uh, again yeah uh, you you buy the sincerity you buy their friendship you buy that when right you, mm-hmm. when you you buy that the they will when... double team a woman together as friends and that's fucking toes. teamwork right yeah you guys follow jack black on instagram he's got a I followed lot of him at ralph's the other day <laughs> what? 
Is he is he tiny? Oh. No, I didn't. Slithered <laughs> Ralphs. <laughs> didn't even. I steal followed him bonds. at John's. I was at John's. <laughs> Damn it! Not even a Gelson's. Come on, man. God, yeah, I was at Food for Less, and Makes Jack like Black was looking at produce. If I saw Jack Black at Food for Less, I would love him so much more. Wow. He's, buying, he's there buying sweatpants. You're like, this is, there goes my hero. Yeah. <laughs> to tie it back to Dave Grohl. Where the hell are sweatpants found in a food for less, man? My, I don't, I don't probably discarded in the, you know, in the bathroom in the back. I don't know. <laughs> Out by the dumpster. You're That's buying good. stuff in the bathrooms. <laughs> Not buying it. You just find part. them. I don't know if they're for sale. They're just there. Oh, okay. I didn't know if you were like, I found this in the bathroom. <laughs> Hey, how what much are these? I found these on the bathroom <laughs> floor. You keep those. We're One good. time my grandpa found a pair of juicy sweatpants in between his house and another house. And so he just started wearing juicy sweatpants. Oh no, he didn't. <laughs> he didn't. Love your grandpa. Good for your grandpa. <laughs> hey, like, because he grew up at a time when you didn't, yeah, you don't give away sweatpants. <laughs> Concerned. Yes. He God. would also in just the Great ask- Depression. This family probably only had one pair of sweatpants that they all had to wear together <laughs> at the same time, or, or like, whatever trade off. I don't know. He's like, these are my sweatpants. The first time person. I've owned my own pair, and found those. <laughs> well, they're mine now. Also, your dad, your grandpa must have kind of a kind of a sweet body. If the, the sweats look good on him, or yeah, uh, because juicy, skinny, but no, yeah, not, juicy didn't come juicy in like ass. really large sizes either. So like you know, you yeah. had to have some kind of body to be put. Can't on. have like Midwestern grandpa body, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. grandpa was fit. Yeah, dainty grandpa. To, yeah, he was trying to show he's, off he's that. A, ass. Yeah, he would also ask people to keep their elastic for their boxers because he would just use the elastic and use his old boxers, but put the elastic over his old ones. So he, they would stay up. He would I don't know. fasten the elastic. I get, I don't know why I'm surprised. You're, he found sweatpants and is like, yeah, I'm wearing these. So I don't know why I would be surprised. He's that still he, around, he that. too, yeah. but he just isn't as well, MacGyvery anymore. That's awesome. Right? With clothing. Is it, wait, what? How do you say your last name? How do you say your last name? Um, His last name is Macmillan. Macmillan. My, it's almost like MacGyver. My, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's right. I was just, I didn't know if you guys both have the same name because if it sounded a little bit with the Mac. Do. Close. McInerney is mine, but yeah, yeah, he's the he's my mom's dad. That's why. Copy. Anyways, uh, you guys think Bill more from your family tree? Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. <laughs> Who else is refastening their underwear? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I really like the old versions of Bill and Ted because you think they're nice, and then they're like the worst ones because they make the their wives steal their time travel thing, right? The box. Well, what do you I don't mean? know. I think the oldest versions of them knew what had to be done to like keep it all together. They'd seen it all, yeah. Right. Oh, I thought I thought they were talking to like present day Bill and Ted, so their wives could steal present day Bill and Ted's phone booth and then start the whole thing of like so that they I'm could stop sh- them from leaving them. So they yeah. had to get them to take them through time to see that they needed to be with them. That the, only, that the only place in time that they would be happy was the time they were at. Right. Because if they didn't steal the box, then I guess they would have never known that. And then they would have left them. Oh, I thought they were like the bad versions. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were, the, they were the versions that made it all the way through that had to come back and restart it again the right way. Otherwise, mm-hmm. they would have gone down the crappy path where Ted was a drunkard. I love it. He's like, lay off the vodka. Right. Bill was losing his hair and Ted was just on the sauce, man. You never drink. Not yet. (laughs) Not yet. But I'm a a terrible drunk. (laughs) And again, them going in and spilling all that to their wives. Like, they're just super honest, authentic guys that that, really like those girls. I mean, they were disgusted with their own lies. They're like, oh, the lies. The lies we told. Oh, Mm. oh." like they were so mad at themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Because we saw those people and they did not want to be them. Yeah. The the, the girl that plays Thea, that's uh, Ted's daughter. Samira Samara Weaving. Yeah. Uh, she won the role, but she's actually the niece of Hugo Weaving, who's the guy in the Matrix that were the Mr. What's his face with the glasses? Really? Mr. J- yeah. Mr. Anderson? 
or Mr. Yeah. Smith, Mr. Smith, Elrond, Mr. Smith, Elrond in Lord of the Rings. That's what I know him as. Um, I've only watched the so movie yes. once. So this but... is T. Billy's child. Yeah, the blonde girl. Oh, the one. The blonde from... girl's Hugo Weaving's niece. No, the the blonde girl, the the Samara Weaving is the brown haired girl. No, Samara Weaving's the blonde girl. Because she's also in the Babysitter movie, that, that that spooky horror movie. It's not a horror movie, but it's okay. on like Oh, so the one that was Netflix. in Ready or, Ready or Not. Yeah, she's she's the Ted's daughter. No, Ted's daughter is Billy. Oh, well, her name's Thea. Thea. She's, she's well, yeah, credited. Thea. No, is Billy's kid. you're looking at. I'm telling you, you're looking at the wrong person. No, Billy. No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm the so blonde, high. I, I'm a hundred percent sure. Samara Weaving's a blonde girl. That's, she's blonde in real life. She's brunette in the movie. No, Billy's brown in the movie, and that's the other girl. I promise. I'm looking it up. The one Damn. with the the Hawaiian shirt, the Hawaiian shirt girl. That's. Elrond's that's Hugo Weaving's niece. Okay. You can look it up right now too, and you'll find out I'm, you're wrong. I'm trying, but my hands aren't working very well. And I didn't but, know um, I, I didn't know I was fighting in the battle yet though. All but I, I guess it's I guess it's confusing though, because I thought the whole time Billy was like I their names are credited weird on IMDB. So maybe it's wrong in that like I thought the blonde hair girl was Bill's daughter, but her name's Thea, and the brown hair girl is credited as Billy on IMD Weed, and that's uh, Keanu Reeves, Ted's daughter. Correct, yeah. So Ted has Billy, and Bill okay. has Thea. Oh. Yeah, it's very confusing, because you would think Bill would have Bill Jr., but no, Bill had Ted Jr., <laughs> they're so crazy wait wait really i thought th so the blonde haired girl is ted's daughter in it no the blonde haired girl is bill's daughter but she's named ted so she's named t after ted but that's billy's daughter they named their daughters after each other right okay so the blonde haired girl is oh i see Right. Yeah, yeah. I get it now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It, <laughs> it's it's confusing, but it makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> as as Bill and Ted does. It's, you know, it's like because back in the day, people used to do that. I'm like, I named you after my best friend, or I named you after mm -hmm. my, you know, my the male the mail carrier's dog, right, or something. Yeah. But it's, I mean, it, I'm gonna name mine Zach after Zach Hansen. I thought it was gonna They're be Zach Efron. Zach Hanson yeah, Efron. Yeah. I should say both. Because yeah, um, you have a tattoo because of Zach Efron. So I would have thought it would be for him. So that's fucked up. That is not after him. You've got a tattoo for that one, but you're going to. I haven't loved him as long as Zach Hanson. Oh, it'd be God. funny if they, people see your tattoo and they're like, oh, that's Zach Efron. And then you're like, yeah, what's your dog's name? Zach. Like, oh, Zach Efron. You're like, no, Zach Hanson. Like, yeah. like, like what the hell? Nobody will. Is Zach Hansen the kid in Hansen? Yeah, uh, the yeah, drummer. Oh, yeah. the drummer, the youngest one. Mm -hmm. The baby. Yeah, yeah. Well, she was a baby at the time, so I think that's babies loving babies. Yeah, that's that, that's that's Filthy. how it goes. <laughs> Filthy. <laughs> yeah, that's always um, okay. Disney's okay with that. That's why they had the uh, Jonas Brothers. As long as they're kids loving kids. Fuck those Jonas Brothers. They just ripped off a Hanson. Well, um, yeah. wow, wow. Passion. I mean, let's, I mean, let's be honest. This all rips off, you know, of all the early days. Everything's connected. I know. Here, here's some more which fun you, facts. Which you also see through the movie. Everything's yeah. connected. Yeah. You know when they the characters are told they have 77 minutes to save the world, there's actually 77, 77 minutes left. of yeah. runtime. Yeah. <laughs> I was wondering that. And I like how they do it in real time. They're like, well, we've got to do this in the amount of time that this movie is. So Yeah. <laughs> so let's get it going. Yeah. The song yeah. at the end is super cute. Pretty yeah. fun. Do you know anything about like all the people that were in it? I mean, I know there were some celebrities, Weird Al is in there, but like 
um are they was it like it wasn't an indiegogo movie or anything those people didn't like pay to be in it or donate to i don't think it. so but it's just kind of random but it, it did it does a nice job of you know the the spectrum of people in the world and how music is literally i mean i read something the other day that was like since man evolved to like opposable thumbs like man there's been music like oh wow people have been playing drums hitting things like there has been some sort of music you know obviously in it's it's crudest form back then but like since mankind could you you know think about things do and something things. Yeah. yeah yeah i mean it makes sense I, I kind of like that they kind of showed that a little bit by continuing to go back and back like yeah i i like that they didn't just stick to like all the rock stars you know but like the rock stars <laughs> rock stars you know yeah yeah i thought that was that really but the flautist was the 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 one that was like, whoa, they went back again. Like I was like, okay, mm -hmm. they got Mozart. It's time to mm -hmm. time to get back. And they were like, no, no, no. No, we're gonna pick up someone that's kind of like mythological. Somebody, somebody sure. that might have influenced Mozart back then. Yeah, but yeah. may not have existed. We're not sure. But like, you know, whatever. It's cool. Like, even doing the, you know, girls appear, they're like, oh, like she does exist. <laughs> like <kind of> yeah. <laughs> it was crazy. My friend just sent me a gif of Keanu Reeves in the Matrix. And I was like, how do you know I'm talking about Keanu Reeves right now? Because we're in the Matrix. <laughs> it's crazy. And then, nope. Yeah. He just you said, said no. Nope. He just sent, he did the, the, the Matrix back thing because he escaped COVID. He's vaccinated, but oh, people see. are still getting it. I got you. Um, I got you. So that was just a random celebration. Course. I was really hoping we were in the Matrix because, like, that would have meant I might have been Lawrence Fishburne. Like, I might have, I could have. You're a young LF. I could. Um, they're do. Are they still releasing John Wick Four and Matrix Four on the same day? Are uh, they? That's what oh, I've God. heard. I know there's definitely Keanu a John Reeves Wick day. Four. It's there, that has to be a holiday then, because yeah. people love. Yep, <laughs> they were originally the Matrix and John Wick were set to go ahead on May twenty first, twenty twenty one. No, now it's going to be April, Matrix is on April 1st, and John Wick is opening on May 27th. Mm. Well, I think we do need a Keanu Reeves day because that guy is um, tremendous. I love yeah, that dude. He, I met him once out, outside of a movie theater in New York City, and I came. I was like, I love you and Bill and Ted, and he was so nice. Just like a nice guy. That's Not what bothered. I've always heard about him. Alex yeah. Winter too. Alex Winter, like I've only oh, I, I talked to him that. one time, like at the MTV building in, in Santa Monica, and this was like years ago. But people are like, "What's he been doing?" I'm like, "He's been look at his IMDb. He's been doing everything. That guy directs really? and produces, and he does documentaries. He did that Frank Zappa documentary that just came out uh, last year. Oh. Just, but, I mean, he's been busy as hell, and he's like a super nice guy who, like, I follow him on Twitter. Just, a, just a really, it's one of those guys. Like, yeah you can tell like i feel like they couldn't those two guys couldn't play those two characters if they were anything other than genuinely good human be yeah. beings you know what i mean if they right. couldn't be assholes in real life and play those guys i mean i know they could but i don't think it would have translated the way it translates in the i movie. mean i feel i feel right. like you could tell because there's a reason they made like to hear they're making a third movie like 20 years or whatever after so many years you're like, later you're like, this is going to be either the worst or the best, you know? And you're like nervous. About, and, but it's so heartwarming and cute because they love each other still, you know? Yeah. And they're, yeah. and in real life, they're friends. Like they hit it off in their first audition together and then yeah. they remained friends. Like that's rare in this business. It doesn't mm -hmm. like, I mean, you do, you work on a show for like five years and that show ends. People just fucking walk away, never see each yeah. other again. You're like, okay. Right but I might see him in passing again, or if you're on another show possibly together, but that's yeah. about it. You're there. Yeah. Like, oh, Hey man, I haven't oh. seen you in 15 or so years. Oh, <laughs> know you. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. You're still with Karen? No. Oh, okay. No. Okay. Oops. <laughs> did, did you guys see this, uh, uh, at like in, at your ha home or any, like I saw this, this was the first movie, new movie I saw in the pandemic because I saw it at the drive-in. Oh, and I, uh, fun. I bought it the like the day it was available on. Uh, oh, nice. 
like Amazon or whatever. So I bought the, so I just have it on my TV. Mm-hmm. No, I, I saw it. I saw it in the home. Um, I have actually, I haven't really sat and watched a movie out in, in the new world yet. I haven't, no, me neither. I haven't gone out. The, the driving sounds fun though. That sounds like something I would do, you know, yeah, the, driving yeah, the dri- was so much fun. Like in the beginning of the pandemic, it was the best. Cause it would take like, tw- like mission va- uh, Tiki or whatever. 20 minutes to get there no traffic and now it takes like an hour <laughs> yeah back yeah, so it's, it's less enjoyable now but like when it was peak pandemic and nobody was doing anything i'm like yeah it was like a nice escape but still yeah. being safe yeah and it was such a great movie to see i was i went by myself and i was like man i should have brought somebody because this is, i want to talk about this yeah, movie it's, <laughs> it's good they did such a good job like the like it's as soon as like i can't remember the first thing that i well the fact that they brought back i mean the beginning the wedding scene that they brought back the wife who's now married to the i mean that whole thing yeah. they're like and now ted's his own grandpa like that whole i was like right <laughs> and my and my dad's his own son and i was like i don't think that worked in that. like i don't think that, that part is not right <laughs> the dad's still bitter and still pissed and still angry it's like there was just something the movie was it was like i i felt that it's like a, it's it was a perfect like that's a great trilogy. I didn't mm-hmm. see. Well, I saw the second one maybe when it first came out, and then I didn't. I didn't like it, so I didn't watch it again until when I knew the third one was coming out. I watched both of them back to back, and I remember saying like, "Oh, the second one's actually much better than I remember it." Like, yeah, it's right. it's it's janky in the sense that it's like we're talking practical effects in mm-hmm. the future, you know. Yeah. So and and not like good ones like with yeah. the thought with the thought of them being and i don't mean this in from a from a from like a prop standpoint or from an uh, art direction standpoint i just mean from the style of the time so what they're doing is like amplifying this kind of already sort of style that's not my thing and like that's what everyone's gonna wear big weird and you're like dude what is yeah. this and and then everything just looks a little bit off you know yeah. But the the when when they're walking in the begin and Bill and Ted face the music when they go to the future when everyone wants to talk to him, and the, and he goes, hey, he goes, Bill, he's yeah, he goes the future, yeah, I know, it's like <laughs> that that like, I I buy that I'm like yeah, dude, right. they're fucking stoked that they get to do this like right, yeah. and I love how when their daughters see the future, they're like, dude, dude, it's the future, <laughs> like they yeah. just like their same exact reaction to the future yeah like, okay. they just accept it like time right. travels uh-huh. a thing was family does right and i'm sure yeah, they, this is and I know they heard about it i mean there's no way their dads didn't t- like no they talk them. about it they're like we have to write this song they know that, the, that they have to write the song to save mankind like the daughters know that they're like good luck with the song you know mm-hmm. yeah they know like they they were very familiar with like the like the their story too it seemed like like their dad's story and they believed it I love that too because there's so much like, like in in movies like p- kids that don't like like fight with their fam like parents. So yep. it was just refreshing to see like the this. At this, no like, point did their did their loyalty waver from their yeah from their dads. They love yeah. their dads even so when good. in hell. Like they were like, "How are you girls doing?" They're like, "Yeah, we're cool." You know, like like if, yeah. like they're in hell. You know, <laughs> they're like still they're all right. You know, they're fine. because mm-hmm. because they're in the moment. Yep. Because they're like, it, you know, again, like it, people would call it like they're unintelligent or they're not that bright, but it's like they're, they don't, there's no future past. Like we, it's, it's like right now. So if you're not enjoying right now, there's no point in it. So even when they're like stressed, I mean, yeah, the Bill and Ted are freaking out, but still they're like, everybody's still on a level of no one's screaming. No one's, mm-hmm. you know, there's no, and again, I, I loved what you said, like that that's such a good point of like so many things are like dad i hate you if i yeah. don't understand me and it was like this was from the beginning the all, all of them get along yes they're in counseling but that's like everybody so yeah that's nothing. they had like they had like a normal like uh parent person argument with like kelly and the his her mom like yes cool yes. we had a basic like that they had a family thing there that's fine but a b story to- yeah yeah uh, and yeah like i they were i thought the the girls were so good as versions like the updated versions of bill and ted you know present day yeah i right. mean you know i don't know if it would ever fly but it's 
you know how what they're doing with Star Wars is it just sort of like they can take it wherever they want mm-hmm. with new characters for new generations of people. So it's like you could do that with Bill and Ted. I mean, it's about time travel. It's about family. It's about love. It's about music. It's about these timeless things that kind of bind everybody together, whether they admit it or not or understand it or not. Yeah. You could just it's like the Doctor Who's keep changing. You could just these two girls could go until they have kids. And then it's you know, we're back to like. It's and they can call it BNTs, you know, like and like and then like it's still close enough, you know, like they I don't think they will do this, but I mean I'm just saying no, like, me neither. The, I think the story th- is there. It's possible to, to be taken wherever they want it, and the I mean, themes it can be are made for DVD or and the or, themes mm-hmm. are never ending, you know. Made for Netflix. They might but I also do think there's something to be said for a perfect trilogy like that. Just it's just there. It's just yeah, that. don't like, touch it. Like don't, I don't don't add anything. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I and that. I think it's very much a, a Keanu and Alex that like it's like what you said like if it had been two other people this would be a w- weird like who knows how what this trilogy would be it wouldn't be a trilogy it would have been a one-off yeah. was a movie we'd probably look at and go what is this like yeah like I'm trying to find Dumb and Dumber or, or, or yeah I didn't see that but yes it was that that <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean they really why are you I, doing this they shouldn't have. They shouldn't have. I'm trying to find like why there are normal people dancing at the end of the movie. Uh, why? Uh, I mean, maybe they just wanted to have. I a, think it just shows the the, the music diversity. is a universal language. Yeah, I think it was just that all over the globe. You That's know. all. And, and Weird Al was like, "Yo, I want to get in." They were like, "We gotta have somebody who plays the accordion." Like, they, yeah. we, don't have a lot of, we don't have a lot of people on that roster. It was you like, know? but then they hit him, and then it was like, all, like twelve people playing the accordion, like kind of in split screens or whatever, like who were mm-hmm. all sort of like Weird Al looking people, which was right. Funny. <laughs> so, which it's, is like, yeah. I mean, he's probably the king of the accordion people, right? Like, I he's got to be. Like, who, else they, who else do they look up to? I don't. I, mean, I don't. I don't I'm sure the they have like their heroes uh, that we don't John... know about. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I guess that's that's rude of me to be like. There's only that Weird Al. There's only no Weird Al plays the accordion. And we're literally talking about people look up to. We're literally talking about the history of music, and I'm like, there's only been one. So one guy plays the accordion. That's interesting. Um, and he made a bunch of parody albums and comedies, so that's good. He did. He yeah. did positive things with it, which I appreciate. But only one guy. When he goes, that's it. No more. It'll be a extinct <laughs> instrument. The, just that one guy. Uh. Yeah, they said somebody made a review saying about the the cross section of people over the world jamming out the same song, a message of unity that has perhaps never before needed, never before more sorely needed than it is in 2020 because of the pandemic. I mean, it's true. I mean, that movie was very, that was a very uplifting movie and it came out at a time when people needed to be uplifted. I mean, yeah, yeah, Louis Armstrong in the middle of hell gives them a compliment about how he ra- they raised fine daughters. Like, you're literally in hell doing slave labor. And you're like, hey, let me give you a little moment to give you some props on raising these kids right here. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. like, come on, man. That's, that's a very positive outlook on, Dude. I guess, the afterlife, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they were, they would have, they would have stayed where they were if they had to. They would have made something work, you know? Right. And you're John. You're a big. You're a big Bill and Ted head because you're wearing a Wild Stallion shirt right now. Nobody can see because the podcast, but yes, it's like an OG. Oh, do you only record video uh, audio? Yeah, oh. I mean, I'll, I'll I'll try and do a screen grab though. Let me try and do that so then I can put it on. Well, I can just the... take a picture of it and send it. Yeah. Hmm. There we go. Yeah, whatever. You got it. That that is a uh, compliments of my friend Jeff Mivis from college. He sent that to me. Oh. Nice um you said the new uh logo was done by a fan yeah i think so that's what i read i think alex winter saw it online and was like oh this is cool and contacted the guy and that's the the t-shirt that he wears to the movie is the two-headed horse or whatever Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. and he just liked the i mean i'm I'm paraphrasing his twitter account as far as i know but like he just liked the the how it was symmetrical and it was kind of like a almost uh you know it didn't say wild stallions on and it it was like more subtle just alluded to it yeah yeah that's a nice guy right there you know taking a fan's thing and giving him credit but also that's like to me it's just right along the vein of the whole movie you know this whole thing it's like that kind of like oh this guy's great let's bring him in this guy's this person's good she's great at this let's bring her in like 
it's kind of just a best idea wins. Let's do the best we can do. Uh, and, and again, I think it, it goes to show like they, they might not be the sharpest tax in the fucking mm-hmm. box, but they are authentic. They believe in what they're doing and they do it with love. And when you do that, there's no wrong. So, yeah, sometimes it's not about brains. It's just about your intention. Like if you mean to be a good guy, you know, right. If you they want, might. if your intentions are good, not just because it's the smartest idea, it's and the it idea that helps the most. I understand some people have what's called dumb dick. You know, not much going on upstairs, but a lot of penis. Speaking of which, let's talk about fuck, Mary kill. Oh yeah, in the show, hmm. we have to make some decisions on who we're gonna fuck, who we're gonna marry, and who we're gonna kill. That's right. We keep it very mature here, John. Now, this seems serious. Uh, it's. <laughs> I was thinking about the Bill and Ted's through time. You know, like let's let's really oh. make this. Oh, that's a good one. Which so, pair would I want to fuck? Which pair would I want to marry? Which pair would I want to kill? Exactly. Yeah. So we'll keep the elderly ones out because I don't want anybody to rupture hips. So we'll just do one year in the future, the five years, and then the muscly freaks ten years in the future. All right. <laughs> Which ones are we fucking marrying and killing? All right. I feel like you gotta fuck the the muscly guys just to see what how tiny the dick is in ratio to the big muscles. Oh shit! Because it'll be funny. It'll be funny. You know. Well, also, you know, steroids they they got that big with the help of steroids, even though yeah. they've been, you know what I mean. So that there's there is the that might have a real tiny ween. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, and I, that's just fun. Funny. Not fun. More, mostly that's more, funny. It's mostly funny. Okay. I, the <laughs> thing is, like, I agree with you. I, I that's who I would pick to fuck too. But I think what bothers me is now the marry and kill because I don't. The other two pairs are, um, like, I guess what, they're pretty rough. The, they're yeah, pretty you, rough. There's you kill rough the dudes. Maybe you kill the you kill the dudes that they see first. And then you marry the ones you see second because they might be redeemable. I don't know. I think I would kill the second pair because they, I mean things have gotten out of hand at that point. We can't just marry the present day good guys. No, no they, just the yeah, I assume they're off the table. That's, yeah, that's too easy. That's yeah, way, yeah. that's way too easy. Come on, there has to be some some struggle. Yeah, you know what? I can't marry, marry the robot. <laughs> <laughs> just marry the middle guy because they know where dave Grohl lives that, that's one plus. oh that's a good point that is there a plus that is marry them so that at least you could stop by and go hey dave sorry about my spouse right but is there any but, room left in the but pool? I, but i did bring my swimsuit <laughs> me, and, uh, also where can i where can kidding. i grill these ribs and i brought a 30 pack hey i'm coming in right yeah all right i yes. live here now yeah i brought a sleeping bag <laughs> I guess that's that's probably the best answer there. So we're fucking the beefy ones. We're gonna marry. You got to. You got to fuck the beefy ones. Those guys need. Look, first of all, those guys need it the most probably. Although they might be getting a lot of it in the in the joint. They might be. Yeah, because they were so big. They were probably. They probably. They were dominating in there. Yeah, Mm -hmm. they they were probably having a very good time. Uh, plus, you know, they again, they were very positive. So there's probably a very, you know, positive lovemaking that was even occurring in the prison setting. So, yeah, you're going to go <laughs> make it. You guys want some Bill and Ted? <laughs> like, yeah. Ugh. Oh, it was always a double team. Uh, oh, <laughs> they do everything together, man. Right. How else is it going to be? Exactly. So oh my Bill, God. <laughs> the beefy ones were fucking. Yeah. The, the ones that know where Dave Grohl lives, <laughs> we're marrying. Marian. And then we're murdering the open micers. Yeah, which, yeah. I mean, you said it right there. Murder the open mic. I'm kidding. <laughs> I mean, that should be just the motto. <laughs> that the should mic. be. I think the theme of Bill and Ted Face the Music is that if you do open mics, you should be murdered. <laughs> <laughs> and you should be ashamed to try to run out the back as well. You, you uh, find a, find a back door. Right. Uh, of but, course I'm kidding by the way everyone I don't no, think no, anyone no. should be murdered and I think I'm you should not. do open mics yes. <laughs> we are joking as comedians uh, so <laughs> I'm not you should all quit right now <laughs> yeah. Please. Leave, leave more stages for us 
Uh, <laughs> don't th- don't don't use that hobby you did in the pandemic of writing jokes. Yeah. Leave it for your house. Right. Keep that a home a Zoom chat room thing. Yes. Stick to Zoom. Yeah. Do, take over the Zoom comedy world. Oh, Zoom that. comedy, fun. Yeah. <laughs> it's the best stuff in the world. Um, we also do a puff rating for these movies. One to five puffs. Uh, one puff being a movie that you wouldn't even recommend uh, to, you know, the aunt that slapped you too much when you were younger. Um, mm-hmm. Five stars, of course, going to the aunt that let you drive because she was a little too tipsy coming back from the bar and you were only 15. Uh, <laughs> what, what do you give? Was it the one? same aunt for you, John, or different aunt? <laughs> <No. laughs> Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. I, uh, I mean, I think it's pretty obvious. I'm going to go five puffs. Like, all right. Yeah. Okay. I love this movie. I've seen this is like the sixth time I've watched it. How would you rate the trilogy? Because you're like the, the Bill and Ted. Uh, here's like, here's what I was, I thought about that today because whatever. But uh, yeah. I don't know right now because Face the Music, I think, is so good. And I'm seeing it at an age. Where like I am their age, kind of, you know, I, mm-hmm. I I have that sort of hindsight of what life has been and what it can be and what it should be and how you can change and how you can grow and be different and keep things positive and like there's there's just a there's just a different I just it's a different outlook now. I mean, the first one changed my personality for months you know what I mean so it was like it was like it was like a big it impacted me I really enjoyed that movie and I think because I loved music so much I was like these two guys are just authentic like I played the guitar they played the guitar I'm in a shitty garage band they're a shitty garage band like that you know there was a lot that was Mm -hmm. like even in eighth grade I was like yes dude that's like I would aspire to be those guys more than I would aspire to be like Spicoli from fast times. Do you know what I yeah. mean? Like, yes, he was funny. Yes. He's a stoner or whatever, but Bill and, Ted were like, Bill and mm-hmm. Ted were making music and they believed in each other. And they were like, you know what I mean? Like you wanted yeah. that in another friend, you wanted your friends to treat, you wanted that kind of back and forth, that same, like, dude, I'm here for you. I'll do whatever we can move forward and we'll do it as a, as a band, as a unit, you know? Yeah. Um, but the second one again is my least favorite, but also I have a newfound respect for after rewatching it. So I would say right now, I would have to say, I would say one just for the impact that it had on yeah. me. And because that made everything else possible. And then three and then two. Mm. I have to rewatch the second one because I remember really liking it. Like as a I think kid, you a were, lot. You, you were, I think it was. You I were think at the age. Yeah. Right. I, I had, I, I had, it came out like two years later. I was like a sophomore in high school. Yeah. So I wasn't in eighth grade anymore. You know what I mean? In my, t- mm-hmm. like, I was like get, getting rides to school in cars and smoking, you know, brass hardware store pipe full of fucking brick weed, like just gross Midwest. Like, hey, is there rocks <laughs> in here? I don't know. Like, eh. but like, <laughs> we, that was, you know by then i was like i don't really care about going to the movies man i want to go to concerts you know what i mean by then i moved on to like whatever but um i going back i think it's a it's a fine movie you know you know it's got some silly quirks but it it works in the trilogy and it it Mm -hmm. it it gets you to where you need to be and it also sets up like they go back and like they can it doesn't really set up the third one i think the third one could have existed without the second one but it helped um, it yeah i think it helped it and it added yeah. it added character to the third one because they use stuff from the second one you know they, they mm-hmm. use bits and exactly and i did like the i like the the death cameo in and how he's just cheating with himself <laughs> right and at like games so from stupid. that time period like he yeah. did he, he's doing hopscotch and tetherball who the fuck yeah. is mm-hmm. playing tetherball i've never seen that on any court it's always really. it's always I, in somebody's yard somewhere but you're like right. is anyone doing this now right. it's like there, yeah. there's no ball on the end of it anymore you're like, oh. <laughs> it's like a rusty think, pole just dug into someone's backyard like in a cement block it's turned into somebody's stripper pole that they practice like, or like a laundry line or something or just <laughs> like it's mm-hmm. for my only fans account oh, but but i like OnlyFans. how i also like how the the kids 
they when the bass player was like no one liked my album or whatever they were like well no yeah it was pretty bad except for and they they found like, the we, positive in it they they sampled they basically those kids are good samplers you know what i mean like yeah. they took the riff from there they took a riff from mozart mm-hmm. they took a riff from uh you know uh louis armstrong hendrix was playing it's like they just were sampling and they had one of those yeah. sampling machines you know what i mean because they said we're not really musicians we just take bits and pieces of what we like DJs together yeah which is it which was, is a, a a kind of a not a passing of the torch but like it's a it's an extension of what music can be like the DJ yeah. thing is is relatively new in in the scheme of you know the history of music but it's changed how people go to shows it's changed how people mm-hmm. consume music it's changed what people like it's it's been very important so yeah. I think and it's what nice, yeah, it's what those daughters probably would be in. like. Kids love DJ and EDM stuff now. You know, right. that's what they would be into. So of course they're gonna be. It was like at first I laughed. I'm like they're DJs, and it's like it makes sense though because that's it is the, like the evolution of music. The kids, the what's and, hot and with can, kids, and it can also all be worthwhile. I think is another good point. It's like you, yeah. as a, especially as an older dude i tend you know if there was a time in my life where i was like well i had it this is this was the right way this is how mm-hmm. you do it this is music this is a movie this is the you know it's and it's like who first of all that's such a fleeting like i don't know anything so because i like something doesn't mean someone else will go yeah that's a great movie you know but also some things just aren't for me you know mm-hmm. there's music that's being made it's not i'm not the target audience so for me to yeah. get mad about it doesn't make any sense like no one's like well we need john huck to listen to this or how are we going to sell any records like that's not how any anything works so it's like i respect I mean, the fact that it's out there though, it? it would be great <laughs> yeah. hey, dude, we're gonna need you to buy you we're gonna need you to buy a copy of this otherwise we can't get it made how many copies do i have to buy <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, we'll get to that later the figures uh, <laughs> sign on the dotted line right mm-hmm. let's see oh I, kelly we didn't get your puff rate oh yeah i think i would i would give it like a four because i i don't know i'm i'm the simon cowell I, i'm only giving fives to dumb and dumber because <laughs> we mentioned that Ventura, when they two took, yeah i know yeah. i know which one not the first one the second. i love the second one's awesome the second yeah, one's the best someone. movie in the whole Even world, birth. in my opinion. Birth, when it's the birth. Every, like, if you mention that movie, cool. to anyone, they're always like the birth. Like, everyone immediately yeah. goes straight to that. So but good. I will say, I'm going to give it probably four and a half puffs. You know, I'm not going to give it the full five puffs. Yeah, you could watch it. Like, it's a movie you could watch over and over again. And like, because I, I, I was worried about watching it again to see if I would like it. I'm like, yeah, this is a heartwarming film. It's heartwarming said, and it's it definitely on. not long. It's not like one of those where it's like, nope. oh, this no. is going to take forever to get it's, there. It's like, dude, I look, I watched the Snyder Cut of Justice League. I watched that Ugh. six times, which is literally a whole 24 hours of watching a movie. You know what I mean? like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. So, I, John told know. me that you requested that and I was like, no. No. I, I cannot. I tried yeah. to watch I it. And I fair, <laughs> fair, fair. I mean, I, I get it. I get it. My my wife watched it once, and then I she was like, "What?" She would come out on like a Sunday morning. She's like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "Oh, I'm watching Justice League." She's like, "What? What? What? We just watched this." I'm like, halfway through yeah. it, I was like, "Didn't I see this movie already?" And then I looked up the history of it, and I was like, "Fuck this shit," because <laughs> I got mad about the idea of I don't know him making his own version. I mean, respect, but also like we saw it. Come on. Well, not really. I'm glad you like it. That movie that came out was completely different. I mean, I I don't think it is what it is, but like, I didn't hate it when I saw it, but I wasn't like, man, this is a great movie. I was like, it's not a a movie. It's a mini series. (laughs) Well, the, the, yeah, the Snyder cut is, yeah, Yeah. it's a mini. It's like done in books or chapters or whatever. Right. Which if you, and again, I don't expect anyone else to like, I'm just, it's just something that the Justice League, I'm not a comic book person. I'm not a comic book movie person i they're entertaining sometimes i don't like rush out to see them but i grew up like the first cartoon i saw on saturday mornings was just as was super friends oh was so like, yeah there's like there's just i've always liked superman i like batman i like wonder woman i like the wonder twins i like everything that happened on that cartoon i liked so when they started making movies about it i was like oh okay and and i also <clears throat> i really like the early superman movies 
I really, I think Superman two, the Donner cut is one of my favorite movies. I think it's so. R- Richard so Donner funny. made, is that the, the director? He, that made he directed, the second? He, he directed the first two Superman movies and oh, uh, wow. he was fired in the middle of making the second one because they shot both of them at the same time. And he was mm-hmm. fired in the middle of when they were making the second one. And they brought in a guy named, I think, Richard Singer. Mm-hmm. And he finished the movie. And because of the treatment that the studio had given Richard Donner, when they made Superman 3, Gene Hackman and Margot Kidder refused to come back because they were very angry. And Christopher Reeve was under mm-hmm. contract. I think he had to play Superman. Uh, so they did 3, which was Richard Pryor, which was the most money made by an actor up to that point or whatever it was for his role in that movie. Um, oh. And that movie did so it didn't have Lex Luthor wasn't the bad whatever it doesn't yeah, matter yeah, yeah, yeah. topic now but yeah. Um, yeah. I really like those movies and I really you know so Justice League you know it, it, I just I enjoyed it I'm not expecting anyone else to give a shit I'm yeah just, you know. it's like one of those things like <laughs> I went through yeah sometimes you go through phases too of just like loving a movie because of the memory it's attached to and yeah, like, exactly like and when yeah. I saw it like during a pandemic when i could watch it when i had the time but it took my mind off yeah. everything that was going on for like hours that was me i did that with endgame but only to, i was not even a superhero person but i just like the good i like good dads in movies and iron man great dad so i just like it's fast true. forwarded he is a good father in the movie but you know what again i love anything that they're going to give me from my childhood so the superheroes the ninja turtles blah, mm-hmm. blah, just give it to me give it all to me i mean yeah. kelly i know how you are with twilight i mean i know that's your childhood and you know it's, it's all like, the action figures right you know? no it's not my childhood it's like a preteen it's like when i'm like it's it's your horny young adult novel yeah it's yeah. my sexual yeah. that's, awakening that's what a man can be <laughs> a vampire oh that's right a strong, sexy, glittering man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm either gonna get a werewolf for a boyfriend, or I'm gonna marry a vampire. No, uh, give me the dead the one. Of his babies. No one wanted the werewolves. All right. Well, anyway. <laughs> yeah. You know what we did want. I mean, the they were tags. they were doing the, the the different teams as. I mean, it was BS. Everybody was on team vampire. I know everyone wanted team. We can keep talking about Twilight every episode. I'm here for it. All right, we don't need to do But, that. John, this was fun. John, yeah. Huck, not, 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 it was, oh, was it fun John. with me? <laughs> Screw you, Kelly. Yes, <laughs> there can be two Johns. That's right. John's thank you, though, John. Time. Yeah, <laughs> thank you, guys. This is, thanks. I'm glad I got to rewatch that movie. I love it. Yeah, so good. Um, hey, 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 other John? I yeah. Marijuana watch a movie? Yeah, I just want to get high. Woo! Okay. Bye. This has been a Boardwalk Audio podcast. For more information and shows, visit BoardwalkAudio.com. Don't forget to rate and subscribe now.